Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. I'm Edmund. I'm Amanda. And welcome to Tissue, Tissue Talks. Talks. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you singing this? It's, it's relatable, I guess. Um, it's about the topic of letting go. So I feel that there is a lot of us out there has always been dwelling over things over and over and over again. And we never seem to want to let go. Be it like relationship, finances, work, friendship. So many failed relationships, for example, right? You have always had this kind of advice such as letting go. Just let it go or move on, man. It'll be fine. But the person who involved in it has always had hard time acting towards it. So the actions is very hard compared to the advices that you've had. Or simply when you're at work, when things are out of control, you tend to hold on so tight and you get yourself all burnt out. Who is it to blame? Still yourself. You're not letting go, basically. And perhaps even certain situation you dwell, I've mentioned, you dwell and dwell over again, perhaps even like friendship. Oh my God, I saw this person. I don't want to see him again. And it became like, you're not letting go of this past. Why is that? How is that? So today, I want to ask, what are the top three things you can let go? Well, letting go is not easy. I agree with you. The one important lesson that I learned is letting go takes time. It's not immediate like, oh, um, I'll let go of my grudge now and it'll be gone the next moment. No, the reality is that it takes time and time will heal. And if you have heard of Lionel Lewis' song, it will all get better in time. I feel like this episode is a lot of singing going on. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's going to be fun. Okay. Anyways, um, to me, the things that I've learned to let go is overthinking. You know me, I overthink a lot, which doesn't help at all. You know, for example, analyzing what people meant by their words or gesture you know, all the what-ifs and could-have and should-have. There's always a running commentary in my head, you know, worrying about this and that. Guess what? No one cares and neither should you care about it, right? We always think that, oh, um, that person must be thinking this about me or something, right? But it doesn't help at all. Being an overthinker only hurts more than it helps. And remember this, Thoughts are really powerful and can become your reality. Unless you really want that something to happen badly, you know, you can keep overthinking or else let go of your thoughts that don't serve you. It's good to think about something and analyze, but not to the point you stress yourself emotionally. If there's so much in your head, you know, just pen it down, journal it, ask yourself the right question of why you are thinking this and find a solution to it. In fact, I think clarifying things help, right? So if you are always wondering, you know, why this person are saying this or behaving such way to you, why not just go to the person and ask, do you mean by, you know, do you mean this? Or maybe the person will say to you, nah, I'm actually just joking, you know. Maybe that's the way the person behave um, and it's their personality. So I think, you know, save yourself some time and energy and don't overthink. Well, I, I think it kind of relates to my um, next, I mean, my kind of letting go, the first letting go. Um, a lot of people start to overthink about death. But to me, I never to overthink about death. 
I think it's best to let go of death. So the reason why I came to it is because I my own experience. I have one dear uncle who loves me unconditionally and cares selflessly to their fa- to his family. And mind you, he doesn't have any immediate family. He's the uh, only son in the family and he takes care of all his siblings. And uh, he passed away at, at the age of 40 when he's here alone in Singapore due to heart complication. And I think the time I was 10 years old when I received the news from mum, uh, my mother, over the call and I burst into tears like weeping and crying. It was so bad. I wasn't sure what was causing such pain, but one thing for sure I know is that um, the person who loves and uh, loves unconditionally and cares selflessly is so kind and nice and, and just left like that um, was taken away from me. So it's basically you're feeling a part of you, a big part of you basically just took out, out of nowhere. And I was very young to understand what is death about. Then I learned that is called death. You know, you're losing somebody and this person is no longer here anymore. I tried to understand a lot, um, understanding what exactly it is through religion, teaching, through understanding from different people, uh, extended family. To conclude that death is as good as nothing is permanent in life. So if it's permanent, that is not life. So that is basically um, what I realized and come to a point that... Um, Life is so precious, you know. Um, take it for example. Uh, if there's an X Y Z brand, they're trying to they're closing down in your country, and many of us will try to rush to get the last bite of it. A good example would be the Russia's McDonald experience. Everyone in Russia is just queuing for it, and they just want to get the ra- last bite because they know that McDonald's no longer operating anymore. So, life is similar to that. If you think this is permanent, you're not gonna treasure it. If you think it's impermanent, you start to ponder and think a lot like, oh, what can I do better? And, you know, whatever you want to do about it. So that's how I see the death um, to let go of. Yeah, that, that reminds me of, you know, the saying, you know, live as if there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think that really applies here. As well as, you know, when I was, um, when I went for a meditation before and there's a Buddhist um, teaching that says nothing is permanent. Everything is impermanent, whether it's your, your youth or, you know, um, the things you have or relationships or life in, on earth, right? It's actually not permanent. So why not just, you know, take the time to appreciate the present and be happy? Oh, I agree. I think this is very important in terms of um, knowing what to let go. And death is basically something that we always will need to think about. We are not like our parents or the older generation who think the word death is a taboo word. Towards mm-hmm. youngsters nowadays, right, we think that death is like, oh, I don't want to live that long. You know, maybe at most 60, 65, and I just want to go already. But older generations like, I don't want, I want to live to 100, that kind of a situation. So I think it's a different mindset. Yeah, I agree. I used to think that I want to live for a long time and that now my parents are actually aging, my, my siblings are actually aging as well. And then I was wondering, you know, I actually want to be older because mm. I want to be with them. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's, I think, you know, death is, such a, death is such a natural process actually that we need to accept 
Yeah, but that what makes life um, meaningful as well. Precious. Yeah, agree. I love that. So after talking about death, now we talk about relationships. <laughs> so the things that I'm learning and uh, to let go um, is relationships that no longer serve you anymore. You know, sometimes you wonder why certain people come into your life, they stay for a period, and then they leave. And you may also be questioning yourself why some people come and they will stay for a long time and they just never leave, right? <laughs> Which is a good thing, it's not bad. Um, but while some people come into your life and stay and they leave, I, I always believe one thing is we meet people for a reason. It's never an accident, right? People come and maybe teach you a lesson or maybe you learn things from them or they learn things from you either way, right? But I believe, you know, friendships and connections can only be formed by like-minded individuals who probably vibrate on the same frequency. It does not matter that you have different personalities or interests. What matters is both of you or in your relationship, you share the same outlook on life and the values as well. But there are certain stages, you know, after you move on in your life that you realize, oh, maybe this relationship or friend, uh, we just we kind of don't click anymore in the, in the way we think about our values and all that. And it no longer serves you and you're unhappy about the whole relationship. Why not just let it go? Because I think the things to, to accept is no one stays forever. And if you are so emotionally attached to the person, it may actually hurt you more than anything. Mm. So the one thing that I'm learning or I've learned from my past friendships, relationships with anyone colleague romantic relationship is you need to let go when it no longer serves you mm. i agree with that because um in terms of experience wise uh we comes in different phases different chapters and different pages in our life and mm. we come in and go of meeting different kind of people and if they don't serve you or you don't serve them I don't think it's you're forcing it to be together mm-hmm. uh, you can just put them as like you know acquainted but not so much about that you want to dwell or over it you know why is this not working why is it like that how is that like that is it my fault you're blaming yourself unnecessarily yeah and it's not healthy I think correct I think you just can't force things like relationships correct you can't force it to happen mm-hmm so likewise, my next um, thing that I want to let go, or perhaps I learned to let go, it's called youth. Um, to me, I felt that uh, youth is a gift of nature and aging is a work of art. And this phrase is basically I've learned over the years and something that I hold dearly to my heart as well when I was looking for quotes. We are given the opportunity to live your youthful days uh, where we started to gather knowledge and insights and then after which we expand our mindset and experiences. So hence, the build up of the age itself, that is basically a work of art. Just imagine an empty canvas and you just start painting from one stroke to another, another, you can fill up the whole entire thing and you take a step back and you're like, wow, this is basically my work of art. You take a step back of your life at an X age and say, wow, this is basically what I've done. So the question is, um, in terms of asking yourself, what sort of work you have built? What kind of legacy you will leave behind for the next generation to appreciate just like art? You know, one fine day, I was like waking up feeling a heavy weight and tiredness on my lower back. 
at the age around like 30 or 31, some sort of that. And I told myself, holy crap, I've aged. <laughs> I'm no longer that kind of a young dude who just flips the blanket and jump off the bed anymore. I'm like, whoa, I had this back A on me. I'm already 30 plus. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody aged. And that is when I realized that I have aged. <laughs> and it's okay to age. And it's okay to age. I mean, it's not wrong. But it's just that I realized, oh, my body is functioning normal. <laughs> I'm aging. So now, um, don't get me wrong, like I mentioned, I still hold dear to the term of young at heart, mature at mind, and peaceful at soul. And the reason why I say that is when you're young at heart, it's all about curiosity. You build and try to understand and feed your curiosity. You try to build in terms of the knowledge itself and the insights in your mind. And when you have that uh, information, being mature at the mind is basically thinking wisely. So then you know how to process things, you know how to get things done properly, or perhaps you do things in a more cool, calm, collected manner. The next one will be peaceful at soul is basically being at peace with yourself because if you are peace with yourself you are always able to see things even clearer picture and don't get me wrong these three things that i've been constantly learning even till date that i'm still learning yeah I, I love it that you know you relate how you relate youth with um legacy right sometimes we have to take some time take a step back and pause and see what have we done so far in our journey right in life so that's really important as well. And I guess I'm pretty young. I'm always curious. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, having the peace um, with yourself um, and having the wise um, thinking in, in all the things you do, I think this is a constant process. Yeah. I agree. So, you know, after talking about that, I think the next thing I will talk about that I'm still learning or I have learned a little about it is letting go of comparisons mm. speaking of behalf of myself for sure and my friends as well i mean i have friends that come to me and say why am i not achieving this at this time of my at this point of my life so here's a message for you and for me <laughs> if you want to compare there are so many things to compare you know physical appearance talent skills career money relationship i mean you can acknowledge what other people have and best is to be happy for them but you don't need to compare you know maybe they are comparing to you as well maybe they're like oh Edmund is amazing I, I want to be like him you know thank you <laughs> <laughs> so you never know right so why are you comparing you know one thing to note here is everything has its own time don't be unhappy when you know that your friends are all married and you're still single right it will come to you when it's your time you can look at others as inspiration, but there's no need for unhealthy comparison. I think there's always a good plan for everyone. So don't waste your time and energy. Look at your own strength and see your true values. Like how can I, you know, contribute to the society? What can I bring the best? You know, how can I bring the best out of myself? So, you know, that, that's really important to take note of. Letting go of comparison. Else is never ending. It's endless. Yeah. It's a very scary, endless um, comparing. Um, because if you were to compare something, and then that person will compare back to you, and you'll go compare back to them. It's a basically endless, vicious cycle. I just think it's really unhealthy and unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the next thing that I think of in terms of um, to let go is very similar to what 
you are talking about of comparison. When there is a comparison, there is an expectation. To me, letting go of expectation is very, very important. Sometimes things fail due to what you have set or expected. You know, your goal and achievement, you have set so high the bar, you try to achieve it. I mean, by all means, there's not wrong. it's not wrong to push yourself to the next level. But happiness does come when it's least expected. I mean, I could walk down the street one day and just like, oh, wow, $10. I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> it's least expected and I got 10 bucks. But can you imagine if you keep expecting $10 on the floor, $10 on the floor, $10 on the floor, and when you picked up the $30, 30th dollar on the floor, your next expectation is, I want 50. 50. I want 100. I want, yeah, exactly. It's endless and you're greedy. You wanted more. So the expectation is always pushing you to somewhat higher. Not wrong, but make it very practical. Um, in the next question, probably are you ex- are your expectations um, in a way equal to happiness? Are you expecting something that, you know, in return to give you happiness? Because what I realize is sometimes when you achieve your goal that you expect to get, right, for example, and when you get there, the feeling is otherwise. Like I mentioned, you want greater, you want more, you're greedy of it. And then it became an endless cycle again. So expectation in a way similar to improving yourself. Subconsciously, like it or not, when you improve yourself, you do have the certain liberty of expectation. For example, um, now I can save more uh, or, or now I can buy more or even now I can make him or her feel happier. So basically, you're just setting your own kind of expectation. You know? You're not trying to, to ask that person consensus whether that person like it or not. You just set it for your own sake. So the term wanting more or greater is basically like an endless hungry greed, I must say. Yeah, so perhaps ask yourself, if you can act without expectation, what will you lose? Mm, I totally agree with that. I think another point that I want to write on on, on this expectation topic is, is to never expect or place your expectation on others. I think my dad once told me and my sister this, like, if you were to give something to a friend, don't expect a return mm. or you'll be very upset. Or disappointed. So, yeah. So, you know, if you want to give something, don't expect a return and then just give it genuinely. I just want to give you. I just want to help you. Don't expect a return or favor, right? So that's the first thing. And also, don't expect so much from others, like from your partners, from your friends. Oh, maybe you should do this for me. Uh, you should do that for me. And if they don't do it or fulfill your wishes, and then you'll be, you'll be upset and you're depressed about it. Mm. I think disappointment comes in a very important role um, when your expectation is not met. Mm. Um, do bear in mind, expectation is only set by you yourself, mm-hmm. not other party. So because if you set such high bar and that party did not receive that you want such expectation or this kind of level, the disappointment ultimately comes in not just to yourself, but to the other party as well. So think again, you know, sometimes expectation, like I mentioned, is you know happiness comes in when it's least expected just remember about the ten dollar yeah. experience <laughs> I, I i love that i also love that i was like <laughs> now i want to get some you know i want to get ten dollars when i go out <laughs> later and that is your expectation you cannot okay, expect okay. go out and get ten bucks <laughs> so the phase of letting go is basically beyond just um physical touch but it is heavily in tune with our feelings our senses our thinking our mindset it may seem like um you have let go 
you know, but really have you, based on what basis you have actually let go or based on what measurement that you think you have let go or ask yourself, how do you know that you have actually let go? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very good time to ponder, you know, after you listen to um, our discussion today, what are the things that no longer serve you and that you want to let go? You know, to bring yourself you know, more happiness, peace of mind, what are the things you should let go? Maybe something to reflect on today. Mm -hmm. And I guess um, we have come to the end of this discussion and it's time to sing the song. Let, Let it go. go. <laughs> Let it go. I think a lot of people just off our podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we really hope you enjoy this topic. And we can't wait to share with you the next topic and then to discuss more about interesting stuff. And thank you for listening again and we hope you enjoy your day. Thank bye. you. I mean, bye. bye. <laughs>